Okay, try to shout. Try them. Try them. So we had one. Uh, we had a discussion early on a cell phone, right before we turn on the mic. Okay? <laughs> and so, okay. So my cousin would call. Right? He would call often. Okay, he call from California because I don't know. I don't know what the hell he's doing in California, but he's in California, and he said, okay, because he he goes all about. I never know like where he's gonna go, right? He goes all over the place, bro. So so anyway, he gives you a call, right? He said, bro. We, we, we picking you up over here. And I said, picking me up? What do you mean picking me up? Bro, we picking up the podcast over here in California. And I said, I said, oh, I said, but you, you don't pick up on podcasts. It's not like radio. It's like you just go in a, you just go in a phone, bro. He goes, he goes, yeah, but we picking you up in California. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. Oh, bro. Hey, we got to start our, our show with gratitude. Mm-hmm. So we like to say, uh, first of all, mahalo. Mahalo for listening, and um, oh, bro, we got it. We we never thought it was gonna be like this. Okay, so Augie T, right, was the guy. Augie T, like, so so I, you know, Augie T is a world famous comedian from Hawaii. Yeah, people know him all over the world. They in Saudi Arabia, they're on his Instagram. We saw, we saw him, cause we went, we look, and we say, who's following Augie? Bro, get guys from Saudi Arabia, get guys from Pakistan, get guys from. All over the world He's world famous Okay And so I got the chance Okay I was sitting across From the, the most famous Comedian Hawaii Has ever known Right Like every morning For like weeks uh, Months uh, No it was months Yeah bro It was months And then you know And, and I was so grateful Because Right Like I, I just wanted to have some fun and And my best friend died Right and you know when your best friend, I don't care, I don't care who you are, when your best friend dies, right? You know, just the guy, just the guy or the girl, right? In whatever case, see? And, and, um, I mean, you know, it's like the person that, that, that you can talk to, cause they know your life. Cause you already went talk to them how long, right? You know what I'm saying? And then when they're gone, it's like, wow, you feel like an orphan. You see what I'm saying? And so, so, you know, I wanted to have some fun and, and Og said, yeah, come on, you know, come. I had, I went ask, okay, I went ask the program director, first, can you talk to Ogs and okay, cause you know, I scared Ogs, you know, no, nah, nah, that, that, that wasn't why, because he had somebody on his show, right? So I want to go to the proper way. I don't want to just like, like, eh, hey, Ogs, you know, and put him on the spot. You see what I'm saying? And Augie said, nah, tell Junior, come, tell him, come. So, so I went, right? Oh, bro. Every morning, bro, good fun. And then, and then was, I don't know, was three mornings, something like that. But it was good fun. Bro, we had good fun. Like, uh, 
just you know, I, I was I was just laughing. I laugh so hard sometimes I cry, and that's what I needed. I needed I needed you know because I I can work. Oh now I work 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 work. It's all I do is work. So I want to have some fun. So anyway, Mahalo's Ogs and and what happened? What had happened was right. What had happened was, bro. He said you should do a podcast. He said, bro, you should do a podcast. I'm like, what? And we was doing one podcast with him, little while, right? And I did not see the value. I did not see the value, like, at the time, because at the time, we was, we was doing them, and I said, how many guys following the podcast? You know, and there were some guys, right? And then, and then so I thought, nah, nobody going to follow me, right, on a podcast. <clears throat> Wrong. Okay. <coughs> oh, bugger me. Oh, bugger make me choke right there, Wines. Okay, so, no, but, but you know, because that's, that's what I was thinking, right? Like, nah, nobody gonna fuck. I was wrong, okay? I admit it. And Augie was right. Bro, Augie was right. Like, he said, yeah, hey, my friends in LA, bro, they, they big time podcast, right? And and then I talked to my marketing, my marketing director, Will Soros, right? And Will was like, okay, bro, if you do the podcast for one year, you're going to have enough guys that's, like, going to be your own radio station, right? And and I said, but, but Will, what if what if the guy, he says, shut up and do the podcast! So I said, okay, I go, <laughs> I go do the podcast. No, nah, you know, I, I'm just kidding. He, he never said that. Okay, uh, we like to say, we like to say mahalo uh, to the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, okay? Um, or Richard stands. It de- depends. No, we was in elementary school. We used to say, I, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for Richard Stangs, right? But we had we had one guy in, in my class, Richard, right? And we, yeah, anyway, that, that's another podcast. It's another podcast, all right? Okay. All right, so in the United States, right? So we get all these states lined up, bro. And, and we get 26 of them so far. 26 out of 50, right? I mean, bro, we, you know... We came down the road like not even one year yet, almost one year, almost. Twenty-six states we like to say mahalo. So the biggest states is in this order: California, Texas, and then Hawaii. See, that's why. That's why I'm trying to get more like local people. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're in Hawaii, okay, please give them to your cousins. Just go text them. Just text a link to your cousins, to your, to you know your grandparents, cause. You know, sometimes I talk about the old days. You got plenty, plenty old timers listen to me now. Um, so I'm going to get to that in a second. But we want to say mahalo to Ireland, the Netherlands, Ghana, uh, oh, bro, Canada, United Kingdom, Bangladesh, Australia, Brazil, Slovakia. Slovakia is a new country. Okay, they only came on board like uh, a couple days, I think a couple days ago. Uh, Israel, uh, Poland, where the Pope was from. Oh, Philippines, new country. Ding, ding, ding. Philippines, hey, so so wanna say how they to the Filipinos? Magandang umaga po sa inyong lahat, mga kaibigan. Ako po si Junior, Kekueva Junior, dito sa Hawaii. Okay, uh, Germany, South Africa, Russia, Japan, France, Italy, Belgium, Romania, Vietnam, Peru, and Austria. Okay, so we get two new countries. Wow, Philippines, all right. Whoo, that is the good one, boy. Uh, that is the good one. And then, uh, and then, what was the other one? Slovakia. Wow. Okay. So now, uh, when you go to, we have what we call analytics in, in this thing, right? And, um, Apple Podcast is responsible for 71%. 
Okay, then we get Spotify at 9%, and the others is like um, everybody else is like 8%. Oh no, excuse me. Uh, we get we get Anchor at 7%, Google Podcast 2%, so we get some Sam, Samsung guys in the house, okay? Samsung in the house! Okay, and then we get, um, oh, then the other is 8%, because we get, but we're on so many different platforms. It, it's amazing. It's amazing. And if you guys want to check out all the platforms, okay, because we you can see them all. All you got to do is put the junior, just Google the junior kickover junior show. That's all you got to do. Just put them in Google, right? It will show you we are, we are like, like all over. I mean, uh, so we get this distribution guy, right? And his job is to hop on his laptop, right? Because we get, so we get, <laughs> and we get this guy, right? No, he's, he's, he's smart. This is he's smart. We cannot tell you. We cannot tell you all the details, but I can tell you this guy. This this guy jumps on his laptop, right? And he and he just does his thing, and and people pick us up. He just distributes. You know, you know, like newspaper boy in the old days. They come, they take the newspaper, they throw them on your step, and then they, yeah, okay. He's like that in the digital world. It's it's mean. It's unreal. Okay, so now. We we try to keep the podcast as clean as possible. Okay, as I mean, sometimes we say some minor stuff, right? We list it as being, you know, like like foul language, right? You know, like like oh no, never mind, never mind. Anyways, but but we get zero to seventeen year olds two percent. Okay, so we get we get we get some young kids listening. Eighteen to twenty two year olds will have nothing to do with us. We have zero. Okay. 23 to 27 year olds we have 7%. Okay, 28 to 34 year olds have nothing to do with us. It's funny how the demos run on this thing, right? And um, we have uh, 35 to 44 year olds we have 21%. So we're strong in that demo. The 35 to 44 actually the 35 plus demo is our strong demo. 35 to 44 we get 45 to 59 is 11%. And then um when we started putting this thing, when we started advertising on Facebook, okay, we started advertising on Facebook and we started advertising on LinkedIn, okay, that's when the 60 plus would shoot up that, okay, we go on, we go on graph over here, they show us on graph, right, and the thing is like way out front, okay, so uh, the 60 plus, the 60 plus demos is now um, 54%, okay, the kupuna is taking over. For you guys in um, in the Philippines, kupuna means um, <laughs> kupuna means grandparents, like you know, elderly, right? Kupuna, okay. So they 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 are elders, and um, and <laughs> I gotta tell you guys something, bro. You know, so so the kupuna is started to listen, okay, and we put them on, you know, we we put them on Facebook, and now I get these antlers because you know I had my stuff on, so I had my I had my stuff on on. Uh, Instagram, you know, my I get my songs on there, right? So I record them on an app. I record them on a small app, and then I upload them into Instagram, and then, right? And then, and then I get them on Instagram, and I got, I got these, you know, these these thirty year olds, these thirty five year olds, right? They start coming around. They in the DMs, you know, I talking story. Let's talk story, right? So we talking story, right? Talking story, right? We talking story. Okay, and then and then pretty soon they end up they end up down my office and you know we're talking, right? And then we're going out, we go eat, we go do, you know, we we're just going all over the damn place, right? Now 
<laughs> okay, so this is what happened. This is what had happened, okay? I started posting stuff about politics and, you know, uh, only because I saw some stuff, right? And I go, you know, this, this, these guys, but they got to know the inside. They don't know the inside, so I'm going gonna, gonna to just do the inside, right? So I started posting some stuff, right, that people never know on my Facebook. And they started, bro, they was on it like white on rice, bro. For real. They was like, boom, right on them. And the engagement, bro, we had, I had 240,000 views on one of the videos I put up, right? So so I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this, right? That's what happened. That's when this happened. That's when the 60 plus it happened. Because I started putting up the videos later, right? Okay, not, no, don't get me wrong, no. Okay, the 60 plus demos, okay? I love them, okay? Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that the the ladies that been hitting me up on my Facebook and the ladies that hit me up on Instagram is two different demos. Oh, cousins, brah. I say, oh, you know, cause and you gotta be nice to the aunties on Facebook, you know. You know, oh Junior, this this video is so beautiful. It reminds me of a time, you know, and my brother used to sing with the ukulele and we you, you see them you see what I'm saying, right? On on the DMs on Instagram, it's like, what Hawaiian, how are you? <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like like Hey, well, you know, and every once in a while, you know, baby drops by, and she send me on pig, you know what I'm saying? And then we get the, the, we get the 75 and 80 year old, okay, my mom just turned 85, my mom just turned 85, right? And, and, um, so, you know, people my mom's age, but it's kind of, it's kind of kind, you know what I'm saying? In my mom's age, coming in telling me how much they like my music. I'm like, I'm like, auntie, please, auntie, auntie. You know, you gotta, you know, I'm I'm nice, but I don't I don't say anything rude. I don't wanna say anything rude, but I'm just saying, boy, you know. And then, but that's where life is headed, right? And then one day, you know, cause cause I, I'm I'm like, how long can this last, right? Somebody told me that. Somebody told me that one time. He goes, bro, how long can you keep dating? And I said, well, because, uh, you know, they say, well, how come you, how come you get married? And I said, well, because I'm red pill. Red pills don't get married. Mm-hmm. See, see, <laughs> red pills know the truth, okay? And then and then there's purple pill and then there's blue pill, okay? The blue pill guys feed the divorce cuts, okay? They get married. They do the right thing. They do what they're supposed to do. They're good little boys. You see what I'm saying? And they end up with masters. <laughs> they had, see, I got a company called Voice Master, okay? Voice Master Enterprises, but but I'm the guy. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's, I don't want I don't want master. You see what I mean? Uh, Jesus Christ and and Father God is morning masters. That's right. And then and then the only chick they're gonna tell me what to do is my mother, and she just turned eighty five. If my mom asked, and you know she know you didn't tell me what to do. My mom has left me alone and let me do my trip. Ah, see, you know, one thing about my mom, I got to tell you guys. Okay, my mom is, is the kind of lady, right? She wants to do her trip, right? And then I do my trip. And she knows I can handle my trip. And she she does, she does can handle her trip, right? She, she she's, a, she's a more live and let live kind of person. You know what I mean? Like, like and I'm that way too. <clears throat> I'm the same way always. You know what I mean? Like, like. Okay, so for example, 
Okay, so I had on crew. You know, I still get on crew. We just no more jobs. <laughs> COVID nineteen happened. I, I no more. I get on crew. You know, I get boys. Uh, we just no more gigs, right? Oh, we used to do. So we had this uh, wedding. Well, we still do. Um, I, I don't know if we ever gonna do that. If I do that again, I gonna do it for the kids. I gonna have the kids play music. It's gonna be the, about the kids, not gonna be about me. I mean, uh, we, we had that already. We did that. Mm-hmm. It's called the Junior Cake Wave, a Junior Roadshow, and uh, we took the page off Facebook temporarily. Right? We took a break, <clears throat> and that's one of our companies. And and we took a break because we did weddings and baby parties and you know like for years, years. But there's so many people on this island. They go, bro, you did my baby party. Like, oh yeah, for real. And you know, you know how many babies I sang to, and the babies right now is about like like um, twenty. They they're going into college right now. A lot of them the, from the first from the first years. They're going into college already. Twenty because because I started eighteen. 19, 21, 2, 3, oh man, 23 years. So these, these kids are in college, actually, from when I started doing baby parties. They're in college right now. They're 23 years old. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was the most, it was the most, uh, fun, fun thing next to, next to the radio show, right? Cause the radio show was the most fun thing in my life. But then the baby parties and stuff was good fun, you know, because they sing to the baby and the baby look at you and the baby, like the head is bobbing back and forth and they're looking at you, right? Trying to figure out what you are, you know, <laughs> what, what is this? Who is this singing to me? What, what is, what's going on? And, uh, you know, so it's always good fun to sing to a baby. But I tell you what, Hawaiians, the gratitude part never kicked in until the recession in 2008, right? When I was singing to that baby. Okay, and while I was singing to that baby, I was t- I was saying, "Thank you, Lord, thank you for this baby." Thank you. I was praying in my head for the baby. I was saying, "Thank you, Father God, for this baby," because if it wasn't for that baby, right, we wouldn't have that job or that income or whatever. And local people kept hiring us, kept hiring us, kept hiring us, right. And so, you know, I always cater to local people first. There's a lot of local celebrities. I'm not blowing my own horn. I'm just saying my policy. I'm just saying what I do, right? And and I think younger people, you guys, okay. So the 35 year old demos, you guys, you guys should, you guys should hear this, okay. Especially you younger entertainers, because I know, buddy, they pretend like they're not listening to Uncle, right? But they pop in, they pop in, right? They pop up, they pop up, right? But but you younger entertainers, okay, you younger guys, what you guys gotta do, okay? Don't be like some of these guys. Some of these guys, they're so show off, they're so into their ego, they're so into themselves, right? You know, they go, hey, brother, you whoever, right? Okay, and then this is like in the malls, okay? And one local boy go, hey, so-and-so, right? And so-and-so is, is popular or famous, whatever. We, nobody's famous in Hawaii, right? Bruno Mars is famous, but he's from Hawaii. See, you know, Hawaii, they're just popular, okay? And, and you go, hey, you know, and then the guy just like do his head like, Pop up his head and like, eh, and he walk walk away. Bro, you know what I do? But people tell me that I stop. People go, eh, Junior. I stop. I go up. I shake hands with them, right? Because that's my supporters. Those are the guys that support me. Those are the guys that hire me for the baby parties. They buy my music. They buy my book. They they support me. Local people support me. Okay, that's my that's my clientele. See, I learned this stuff years ago, years and years ago. <clears throat> I mean, you know, and they, they come up, they come up to me like that, shake hands, they like talk story. I stop, I talk story, right? They see me at Starbucks, like, hey, Junior, what's going on? We, you know, and we stop and we talk story. 
you know, because no such thing as I'm too busy for them. Because you know what, Hawaiians? When you get to the point where you're too busy for your clientele, your clientele going to find somebody else that's not too busy. See what I'm saying? So, anyway. But but that's, the, you know, that's that's what we do. And and uh, <laughs> so my, my boys and stuff, right? Eh? They, 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 they're not wasting time. They're not wasting time. They're hustling. They're doing their own stuff. They're working. They, they're doing their own trip. But but I'm just saying, yeah. Uh, right now we we we're on a very long hiatus. Okay, so we're doing other things like the podcast. But you know what I wanted to talk about? So we had a thing on TV tonight, right? The news, right? And it was talking about sharks in Waikiki. Three sharks were spotted, right, at Kaimana Beach. So for you people in Israel, we have a beach over here, and it's called Waikiki Beach. And there's Kaimana Beach, which is adjacent. It's like one long beach, right? And what they did years ago, see, and I and I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen when they said. So they took they took some old cars, right? They wanted to dump these cars, so they said, "Okay, we're gonna make an artificial reef right outside Waikiki." And I was thinking, artificial reef outside of Waikiki, and because they wanted fish, okay, they wanted fish. They wanted, they wanted this thing. So, you know, and people dive, they go out, they dive, they look at the artificial reef and, you know, all that stuff, right? And <clears throat> the thing, the thing about it though is that, is that, you know, what they really should have done is it, they should have built one steel net outside, right? And run, try to get that in Australia. They got them in Australia for the great white sharks, but they build that thing. So they should have built that net like right across, you know, to protect the tourists. Right, because because okay, here's here's so here's what happens. So there's more fish, more fish out there, more fish. Okay, so the more fish part, okay, good, get more fish, right? And then they went outlaw uh, catching turtles, okay? And they went they went outlaw the, the cultural thing, right? No catch sharks. We we're not going because that's Almakua. Uh, for you people in Poland, Almakua is like a guardian angel kind of thing. It's like a it's like a family. Kind of guarding it, it guards over the family, watches over the family, kind of thing. Okay, so <clears throat> the Hawaiians had a lot of gods and 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 a lot of you know different different beliefs like that, religious beliefs like that. Uh, well, spiritual, let's call it spiritual release uh, uh, beliefs. So so that's what happened, right? So so then they had you know they built this artificial reef. Okay, you cannot kill sharks, you cannot kill turtles. You can they have laws. Okay, all these laws. Right in the old days, we had turtle, and turtle was good but turtle was oh no but we used to we used to make the turtle right there on the beach okay i know this is i know this is gonna sound barbaric already right it's like smoking in elevators i talked about that on not a podcast right you smoke in the elevator right people you light up in the elevator people think you're crazy right now if i talk about eating turtles you guys gonna be like what yeah you used to eat honu yeah it's bad is it they okay Look, just for the sake of discussion, all right? I'm not saying this is... No, I don't eat turtles anymore, right? When I'm against eating turtles. Okay, let me just say that first. Disclaimer. The views and, and, and comments on this podcast are my own and not no reflection on our sponsors, okay? But, but yeah, we used to catch turtle. They used to go out. Pretty big turtles. I mean, the, the turtles are pretty big. And they used to um, just, you know, right there on the beach and... And they, the the flipper of the turtle, right? And the turtle meat, and right there on the beach, put the grill, everything, and and lemon, and Hawaiian salt, and and bugos oh no, okay? <laughs> for 
for, for you people in Austria, okay, Ono means taste good. Uh, the turtle tastes real good, okay? And, okay, that's it. We're not going to talk about the turtle anymore. But I'm just saying that, that that happened. Right now, we get laws. So there's laws. You cannot you cannot catch turtles. You cannot kill turtles. You cannot, okay, because environment, right? So now we got all this wildlife, okay? And I want to stress the word, the 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 root word is wild <laughs> okay wildlife okay and <clears throat> we got all this wildlife out there right and now we get the artificial reef well the artificial reef promoted fish right fish growth and and the fish are plentiful right so the sharks come to feed on the fish <laughs> okay and the turtles and the turtles okay sometimes you can see the turtles and they come into Caimana Beach guess who's following the turtles Yes, the sharks, okay? And they come in because they like eat. They're hungry, right? Now, <laughs> now it's only going to take, okay? Because people, people don't see this, right? We should handle this beach like they handle any world-class beach, like, you know, where there's sharks and stuff. They should protect the tourists. So the tourists represent dollars. Like right now, well, they're not here, right, during COVID. But they represent dollars, Right, and when they said today on the news, they said, "Well, there was three sharks at Kaimana Beach, so they pulled everybody out of the water." Right? Okay, so so when you're in the water, you're in their territory, right? You know, and it's sort of like sort of like the syndicate, right? Because back in the day, oh man, and and they teach you about territory, right? But anyway, that's a shark's territory. Okay, now if you going in their territory, and all of a sudden you get some shark therapy, okay? That's that's your problem, <laughs> okay? Because because yeah, that happens, right? But but what I'm saying is like you have all these people, you have all these people that come from all over the world, and then you're gonna build this artificial reef out there without a net. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, surfers out there, everything, right? You know, and some of these guys they go moon surfing, you know, full moon surfing. Oh, wow, I would love to do that, but I know more bad. You know what I'm saying? So. But these guys, so so that anyway, that's going on, and it's just going to be a matter of time, <clears throat> because the first tourist that becomes lunch, okay, or, or dinner, or whatever, right? That's when people are going to go, oh, you know what? I think we need to make a net outside of Waikiki to keep the sharks out. Uh, okay, you see what I'm saying? It always takes. Don't you you notice that, right? It always takes, and it, I'm not talking about politicians. I'm just saying people in general, just the decisions that are made, right? Now, I don't know. It probably was politicians that made the decision for the reef. I'm sure environmentalists had to do with it, something, you know, say whatever. I don't know. Oceanographers from UH or something. I don't know. You know, they, they get into it. Wow, they get into their studies. Like, well, um, you know, we, we've studied this uh, uh, particular uh, uh, project for the last 15 years. And they stand there and they pitch them. They pitch them to the legislature, right? And they, and they give them the facts. They give me, you know, the fish are dying, the, the sharks are dead, everything's dying, right? Okay. The, the only time they're going to change them is when humans start dying. And then they, then they go bring the professors back and, and explain the whole thing. Ah, oh, I tell you. You know what I mean? So, and we, we go through all this stuff. It's like the vaccines, okay? Don't get me started with the vaccines, but I'll go tell you. Yeah, let's get started with the vaccines, okay? Okay, so vaccines, right? Right now for the COVID, they're rushing this stuff. You get scientists and guys like the UH professors, right? They, but they're rushing, you know, they're, they're rushing to develop this thing. Okay, now, what is really the vaccine or a vaccine? 
you're taking, you, you're taking, you know, whatever. You're taking the flu or, or whatever, right? And you're injecting them in somebody, right? Because they get, they get the flu or, or to pre- prevent them from getting the flu, actually, right? And you're injecting them with, with right? Virus, okay? So you're injecting them with a virus to protect them from getting one virus or getting sick from one virus. But, but you know, either way, right? The, the, you're injecting them with viruses, okay? <clears throat> All kinds of stuff. Right, you know, I, I never go to medical school, that kind of stuff. I can break them down for you guys. You see what I'm saying? But just telling you guys, right, it's kind of stupid, right? You got, you know, I know it protects some people. But for other people, it makes them sick, okay? Now, I don't know if you're going, you know, in, in your 80s, something going wrong because you had on virus shot every year of your life for that. You, you, see what I'm, you see where I'm going? Now, I don't know if this vaccine is, is going to be safe. Because this vaccine, they're kind of rushing this thing, you know. I'm kind of like, well, I don't know. You know, because the reason why, okay, the only reason why I'm concerned, okay, is because I see the pills they make. Okay, now we're talking about big pharma. Big pharma, okay. And, and bro, big pharma is responsible for a lot of stuff, right. And now we, we have all the marijuana farms coming up, right. We got marijuana farms coming up. It's still against federal law. You know, why don't they change the federal law? What's going on? Why, why don't they, you know, change the federal law, make them all uniform down the line, boom, boom, boom. But they have all these, now they have these medical marijuana, right? And Big Pharma is getting involved, okay, slowly. I don't know if you guys, you guys got to do the research slowly. And you know what's going to happen? They're going to come in and they're going to do the GMO thing on marijuana, they're, and they're gonna change this stuff, and they're gonna get the healing properties out. Bro, you watch. That's, bro. That's just my hypothesis, bro. That's my hypothesis, bro. They're gonna come in. They're gonna. They're gonna. You know. They're gonna work them, right? So what they do is they they play around with the with the kind, right? You know, the the genetics in the in the whatever's fruits, vegetables, right? And then they go copyright them, right? They go register them. They patent them. Hey, what? I think I think the right one is patent, right? They patent them. <clears throat> Whether you patent them, where they register copyright, whatever. But but it belongs to them now, is what I'm saying, right? They tried to do that with the taro in Hawaii. So taro plants, right? As soon as they tried to do that with the taro, right? The Hawaiians was outraged because the taro is the ancestor of the Hawaiians. Okay, the taro plant. Now, if you guys really want to get spiritual. Um, you know the trees outside? They produce oxygen for us, right? You breathing the oxygen. Therefore, you are part of the tree. You see what I'm saying, Hawaiians? So, so the Hawaiians was like, oh, there was outrage, right? So you had this company. I don't like mention names. I don't want a libel suit. You know what I'm saying? But this company started doing that. So they started making pest-resistant corn. And, you know, and when they got to the tarot, the Hawaiians was like, mm-mm. They was having none of it. And they went down and pretty soon, guess what happened? They backed off. <laughs> they backed off the terror. They better back off the terror. You see what I'm saying? But but they, you know, that was that was a thing. So if they if they changed the tarot, like say they made a bigger and better tarot or whatever, right? Then they patent the thing. Now they, they own tarot. Now if you like plant tarot, you gotta go through them. Cause they own them. And that's what's happening with the corn, with all these all these new Pest resistant foods and, and their thing is like, oh, we're gonna feed the world. Mm-hmm. 
we're gonna make more food for everybody. Okay. And then they own the seeds. So if you like the seeds, right, you gotta go to them. You gotta go, you know. And I don't know how it works. I don't know if you gotta just pay a higher price for the seeds or if you gotta give them a percentage or that, you know, I don't know. It's all kind of legalities, kind of stuff, right? But you gotta think about these things, Hawaiians. You guys gotta think about these things. <clears throat> because some of these things are, are related, right? Some of these things are related, you know, to, to politics, right? Some of these things, because they need to pass certain bills, right? To build over here, to do this field over there, to, to bring in pesticide, to treat this on over there, on that one, you see? And some of these things go to the politics, right? And these guys get money, okay? But you're not going to see them in their bank account. You see what I mean? They, they got dummy corporations. They get side, the kind, you know, on the side, right? A little something, something on a side. You see what I'm saying? Bruh, they're not going, they're not going, you're not going to see any of our, of our, you know, legislative, right? You're not going to see one councilman. You're not going to see any of that, right? With the bank account, all of a sudden, you know, $6 million. No, no. What you're going to see is you're going to see one company come out of the blue and go get awarded the contract for good dude, right? Right? Okay. So you guys gotta, you guys gotta stay alert because slowly, right? You know, it's like on Hukilao, the net is getting tighter, getting tighter, getting tighter, right? Now, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to get you paranoid and I'm not paranoid. I'm just see, I see stuff, you know, I'm only one guy, but I see stuff, you know. But if everybody starts seeing stuff, and if everybody starts making phone calls, and most importantly, if everybody starts voting these guys out of office that, that are doing it, because there's plenty honest guys, and, and there's plenty crooked guys, right? Like anything else. I don't care where you go, coins. You go down, you go down the bus company, you get honest guys, you get crooked guys. You go down the airport, you get honest pilots, you get crooked pilots. You go down, right? Okay, so I'm just saying, you guys got to be vigilant. You guys got to be awake. You guys got to look at what's happening and look at the long term. Look at the long range, right? Look down the road. Don't only, don't only, you know, see, that's the whole thing. That's the mouse wheel, right? So the mouse wheel, right? You go work, come home, go work, come home, go work, come home. Saturday, kids, right? Soccer, Sunday, church and, and barbecue. And then you're back on the mouse wheel. Okay, so, so keep your eyes open, right? Now, the vaccine stuff that they're doing, right? This is Big Pharma doing this kind of stuff, right? Now, Big Pharma, they, you know, they, they're very, very powerful because they make a lot of money. But the thing that worries me about the vaccine, right? And I know you guys get these thoughts, right? Because you're watching TV, right? And you see this, right? This pill. <laughs> and, they, and they're telling you, um, you and they, they first they start with the symptoms, right? And you, you start identifying with them. Uh, do you get headaches? Oh, yeah, yeah, I get headache. Uh, are you feeling nauseated? Oh, yeah, yeah, I feel nauseated. Right? Uh, then you need, right, alakazam, whatever, pill, right? <laughs> you know? And then and then you ask your doctor. They're telling you, ask your doctor for this, right? So you go, you ask your doctor. Your doctor, you know, gives you the prescription. You pay, you get the name brand from wherever you feel your prescription, and you use their drugs. Now, every they want everybody on something. Everybody's taking something. Try, try go ask your friends. If if you over 40, right? If you over 40, ask your friends what they're taking. You say, about what? What what you are, right? But everybody's on something, Hawaiians. Okay? Now you get Costco's, right? 
and they, and they they you buying in bulk, you eating in bulk. Pretty soon, you know what I'm saying? You taking something, and you get high blood pressure, whatever. You know, oh my, oh my kidney is falling apart. Okay, yeah, I take this. But the spooky part is not the pill itself or the vax the vaccine itself. It's the side effects, right? The side effects. They so when I see these pills, right, the thing that cracked me up. I see these pills, right? They're like, oh, okay, take these pills, and you, if you get, and the side effects include, uh, <laughs> you know, you can go blind. You, you can, you, they give you a laundry list, and sometimes the the side effect is longer than than the real commercial. You know what I mean? The the real commercial, they only get like ten seconds to talk about the pill. The rest of the the time, the twenty seconds is about the side effects, and they they going on and on, and pretty soon, you, you, the logical question in your mind is. Why would I ask my doctor for that, right? Because <laughs> the side effects. You see what I'm saying? So, so you know, I mean, it is what it is, Hawaiians. But if they're rushing this vaccine, can you imagine the side effects, right? And then this, so so they, you know, they get these guys, right? I'm not gonna mention names, but they get these guys that are invested in this thing. And when you invested in something, right? When you making something on the back end, when you making some profit on the back, hey, it's in your best interest to push this puppy right through. You see, and what's gonna happen? Well, they're gonna start, you know, mandatory. Okay, so if you wanna you wanna go back to work, you gotta get these vax. If you wanna go back to school, you gotta you gotta get vaccinated, right? You wanna travel, you gotta get vaccinated. You, you see, you see where I'm going with this, Hines? So, so you know, and this is not just for America. This is not just America. You know, Bill Gates, right? He's he's the guy who's talking. Everybody knows, right? Everybody knows that Bill Gates is talking about vaccines, right? But he has a company. They already have. So, so here's the thing, Owen. They already have everything in place. Okay, the only thing they don't have is your consent. That's the only thing they don't have. But before they get your consent. What they gonna do? They gonna scare the crap out of you. They gonna make sure you scared. They gonna make sure you shaking before you. You, you see what I'm saying? You be shaking always. You gonna be by the fear gonna build up and build up and build. Up. And pretty soon you gonna be okay, okay. Give me the vaccine. Give me the vaccine. Just shut up and give me the right, right, okay. And that's what's gonna happen. And I'm telling you guys right now, that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna they're gonna make them like that. And you're gonna be begging the government for vaccine. Okay? Not just that, you're gonna be begging for a totalitarian government. You're gonna be begging for a dictator. You're gonna be <laughs> you're gonna be begging for all that stuff. Okay? You're gonna be you're gonna be wanting that stuff. Okay? And right now, I know what you're saying right now. Hey, you're full of crap, Junior. You're full of crap. Yeah, I'm full of crap now. But that's what they do. Right? They 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 do a 911 on you. Right? And then and then pretty soon it's like, oh yeah, okay, just just solve the problem already. Right? Yeah, there, there was this time where suitcase nukes was going across the border. Nothing happened yet. Right? Nothing happened yet. Well, that's kind of interesting cuz you know, what if what if small like I'm talking small charges, not not Hiroshima nuclear, right? I'm talking smaller than that, but it's still nuclear. They go off in a U.S. city, and they and they level some buildings or something, right? And and pretty soon it looks like it looks like what's that movie? They were, you know, I don't watch movies. I, I don't like propaganda. 
you know that movie where they, they, the, the whole world was coming to an end or whatever? I don't know. And then in it, you know, they, they had nuclear, they had, they had everything. I think that movie, so, so back in the day, Hawaiians, back in the day, they had these movies. <clears throat> sorry, I get bronchitis this week, Hawaiians. Sorry about the coffee. And, and you know, I get, uh, I get, I get these, I get these visions, the flashbacks of the movies from, from the old days. They started this long time ago. Towering Inferno, right? They had the tidal wave, the Poseidon adventure. They had the tidal wave. So, so they made you scared for going to water. Then, then Towering Inferno, right? They burned the building. You know, they had all these disaster movies. Like way back, bro. They had all this stuff. And they, bro, they've been pounding people for years, right? And what they do? The next disaster movie, everybody got to go. Oh, I gotta go. Bro, I gotta see that one. Gotta say, oh yeah, bro, that one look good. Bro, that one look good. You know, you see what I'm saying? It's in the psyche already. It's in your psyche, and then it gets in the consciousness. Okay. Now here's the law of attraction part. We almost pow. Okay. The law of attraction because I gotta go pretty soon. Otherwise, I know that the pow going that kind pretty pretty soon. Anyway, so what what I'm saying, okay, is that we've been conditioned, okay, and we've been conditioned for fear. Okay, we fearing everything. We fearing one dictator. We fearing the vaccine. Okay, we go to the movie theaters. We had fear. We're watching the movie. We see a bunch of violence and fear. Right? If the movie is not violent, do you go? Hell no. We don't go to no pansy movie. Right? We want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger and and we want to see RoboCop and we want to see all that destruction and right? I mean, because right, if we're gonna go to a movie. And you can see one meadow and one cow and, and you, you know, it's like watching Heidi. Remember that movie Heidi from the guy? Okay. Now I talk it to the 60 plus guys. Okay. Maybe nobody wants to see that now. We want to see destruction. We want to see armies fighting and bombs going off and people getting their heads ripped off. We want to see swords going through the chest of that, right? All, all this kind, right? And you know, and the rock is, you know, Scorpion King, all that stuff. We want to see that. That's what we like to see, right? And that scares the crap out of some people and, and, and a lot of people. But mostly, it gets in your psyche, right? So when something starts happening, everybody starts freaking out, okay? And, you know, I, I don't even bother with movies because if I have a choice, okay, of working, okay, making money for two, two and a half hours or sitting in a theater for two and a half hours, spending, I don't know, how much is it to go to the movies now? $1,000? Thousand, but you know the good part. See, I went to a comedy. I took my office manager. We went, we went to Doctor Doolittle, right? Cause I, cause I never go movies like years, right? And we went, and we, I took her, right? People was looking at me like, "Ho, unks," you know, cause my office manager is like twenty two years old, right? And they looking at me like, "Ho, unks, brah." Hey, throw that one back. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying, right? And I'm like, no, no, no. That's my mannequin. You know, because I, I get the looks, right? And and these guys standing there with their wives. And I come along with this. And, you know, and she, bro, she's cute. She is cute. I got to tell you. She's cute. Uh, and and she, and she, you know, she's Vietnamese. She's cute. And I take her with me. And we go. And we go grab stuff. The good part is now, bro, you can drink alcohol in a movie theater. Right. Do you know what would happen if we had alcohol in a movie theater back in the day? Bro, in my neighborhood, oh, bro, we already had guys yelling at the screen. They thought, 
I don't know. Back in the day, bro, they did some weird stuff. They was yelling at the screen like like it was a real thing, right? And then some of these guys had to be escorted out. Imagine if they had alcohol then, right? But now, bro, you can just, you know, relax, nice seats, alcohol, you get whatever, popcorn. Right? You can spend a good $100 just on, on the condiments, right? Just on the food, just on that stuff, right? And then the ticket, right? And that's that's a good night. For two people, bro, right there, boom. You see what I'm saying? So, so, so anyway, if I had a choice between that and and playing music or recording or you know making money or doing something constructive, see, so I chose the other stuff. I never choose the movies. I never choose the propaganda. And you know when you do that, and then you go movies like once a year or whatever, right? And bro, dust it just jumps out at you, Hawaiians. Okay. So the vaccine, right? That's another thing. And they just they just talking about them right now, and everybody's like the chickens in the in the chicken coop, right? When somebody coming in the chicken coop, one starts clucking, the other one starts clucking. But you know how many people are clucking about vaccines on a, on social media right now, bro? I'm telling you, right? So everybody's like, oh, it didn't take much. It didn't take much. All it took was a couple speeches from these guys, and boom. The president said, oh, we're going to have it before the election. People is like, what? You're going to have what? You see what I'm saying? Right? And all this all this kind of stuff. All this, you know. And it's not a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. It's marketing. It's fear-based marketing. It's fear. Okay? They're working, they're working you. They're working you. They're working fear in you. They're working fear in you slowly. Right? Because every time they do something, they trigger you. And what do you do? Well, you get, you know, right? You get, you getting, you getting up there in your fear level, right? And it pretty soon, Hawaiians, you know what's gonna happen? I, oh, sorry, uh, I gotta go, Hawaiians. I gotta go, Hawaiians. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. But yeah, they're gonna make you scared, and you can get so so scared you can tell the government, please solve my problem, right? And then the government gonna lay down the rules, and you going, okay. Hey, we'd like to thank Island Club and Spa, Brother Randy, Sister Jerry. We'd also like to thank Voicemaster Enterprises, Family of Service Companies. Don't get me started on vaccines. We'd also like to thank AFM Hawaii Music, featuring the music of Darren Jinan, available on iTunes. Just download them anytime. Okay, until next time, I'm Junior K. Well, Virginia. Yeah. Mahalo. And I'm...